And now, a message from Pastor Josh Carmody. Hey, good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to Pancake Sunday. I'm so glad you decided to join us today. I'm going to talk for just a few moments, and then we're going to get into making some pancakes. Uh, We're starting a new sermon series uh, today called Building Community in a Socially Distant World. Uh, So that's what we want to do. We want to build community in a socially distant world. World. Let me tell you uh, what this word community uh, is defined as. This is what the word community means. Uh, it means fellowship with others as a result of common attitudes, beliefs, interests, and goals. So let me say that again. Community is fellowship with others as a result of common attitudes, beliefs, interests, and goals. And so that's what we want to do. We want to build community during this time of social distancing. I don't know, I'm pretty sure you've noticed this, uh, but our world is changing. Uh, In fact, uh, the way we view each other, I notice, has been changing. For example, uh, just this last week, I went into a store to pick something up uh, that my wife had ordered, and I walked up to the counter, and there was someone at the counter uh, ready to, uh, you know, wait on me or whatever, and, and she took a, a really big step back, and I was like, all right, that's cool, and asked me what, what I needed, and, and I told her what I needed. She grabbed it from behind the counter and just kind of tossed it at me, like onto the, onto the counter, and I was like, okay, that's fine. And, you know, rang it up in her register and then kind of took another step back. And then the receipt printed out after I used my debit card and she kind of took the receipt, folded up and kind of chucked it at me. And I was like, all right, thanks. You have a great day. Like it was just a really different interaction. My kids and I, I was running on the trail uh, a few weeks ago and my kids were uh, biking behind me and we'd run and some people would say hi and, and wave and other people were just like look down and, and not make eye contact. There was even people that would step very far off the trail and just kind of look at me like I was going to hurt them or something. There was just like this fear in their eyes. And this world is changing. The way we see each other is changing. People just kind of put their heads down and don't want to engage in a conversation. And it's very different. It's very bizarre. Um, another thing that's, that's been changing is there are, are people who are struggling uh, with, with mental health and abuse is actually on the rise. Uh, you know, and it makes sense being home more, uh, being with kids that aren't in school, having to have uh, your job all day long, having kids with you, and there's more stress, there's more anxiety, there's more overwhelm. And, and even if you're normally someone that you're like, I normally don't struggle uh, with anxiety or depression, maybe you have become the, begun to feel a little bit of that tension in your own life, or you've found yourself to be a little more angry with all that's going on in the world and very little answers, but a lot of opinions. And I want to encourage you uh, this morning with that, that we're here for you. We've been receiving text messages and, and messages and phone calls about people struggling with these things. And as a staff, we are praying for you. And if you need to reach out to us at any time, please feel free to do that. We're all in this together. It's no knock on you if you feel like you're you're struggling right now or something's going on. Don't hide those things, but tell someone. Let us pray for you. Let us help you. Let us be there for you. 
You know, we can't gather together. That's been a change. We can't gather with more than 10 people. And that's why we've been having services online and why most events or gatherings that you probably have planned are being canceled or postponed or eliminated. And it is very, very difficult. And it goes against our human nature. Uh, Henry Cloud says this. This is a quote from him. He said, your most basic need in life is for relationship. Your most basic need in life is for relationship. You know, we say things around here like life is better together or that life happens in community. And so we see the community that we've had, the the gathering together in church or our community groups or celebrate recovery or mops or just whatever it is that you've been, you see this community kind of dissolving. It feels like, you know, it's kind of disappearing when our most basic need in life is relationship. I mean, even at the very beginning when God created man, he said it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good to be isolated. It's not good to be by yourself. And so there's this very uh, real thing going on in our lives. Our world is changing. And you know, I hear a lot of people say, I, I just can't wait for things to get back to normal. I long for things to get back to the way they were. And I think this morning that maybe we should long for something else. Because here's the thing, you and I, we can't decide when everything returns back to normal or when limitations are lifted. That's out of our control. But we do have control over something, and that is that we can build intentional community. We can be intentional about building community, about fellowshipping with others. That's a decision that we can make. We can't decide when the the ban of gathering with no more than 10 people. We don't know when that's going to be lifted. We have no say over any of that. But in the midst of everything going on, we can be intentional about building community community. Let me read you a passage of scripture out of Romans this morning. It'll be on your screen. Romans chapter 12 verses 10 through 21. It says this, be devoted to each other like a loving family. Excel in showing respect for each other. Don't be lazy in showing your devotion. Use your energy to serve the Lord. Be happy In your confidence, be patient in trouble and pray continually. Share what you have with God's people who are in need. Be hospitable. Bless those who persecute you. Bless them and don't curse them. Be happy with those who are happy and be sad with those who are sad. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be arrogant, but be friendly to humble people. Don't think that you are smarter than you really are. Don't pay people back with evil for the evil they do to you. Focus your thoughts on those things that are considered noble. As much as it is possible, live in peace with everyone. Don't take revenge, dear friends. Instead, let God's anger take care of it. After all, Scripture says, I alone have the right to take revenge. I will pay back, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. If you do this, you will make him feel guilty and ashamed. And check out verse 21. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil with good. You know, the scripture starts out by saying that we 
are a loving family, that we can be a loving family. And that is what I want for us. That is what I want for this body of believers. I like this. Be devoted to each other like a family. Be devoted to each other like a family. Look what Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 says. It says, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. You know, that's what family is there for. They're to be loyal. They're to help in the times of need. And maybe sometimes that help is nothing more than praying. I talked with one of our missionaries this last week, and they said, hey, would you be praying for me? Would you be praying for my family? Uh, my, my paternal grandfather passed away this past week, and there was like no funeral. No one can go there. Like It's a very weird, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to proceed. You know, Meanwhile, this missionary is in a whole another nation, a whole another continent, and they're like, we just, we're, we're helpless. We don't know what to do. The people in the United States, don't know how to fix it. The family members, there were people, we just don't know what to do with all this. And I don't have any idea. All I can offer is prayer. Say, I'm here for you in your time of trouble. I don't have the words to say, but I know that God loves you and I know that he cares about you and I will pray for you. I will pray for your family. I'll pray for health for all of you. And sometimes that's all we can do is offer our prayer. No words, just prayers. We like to fix things. We like to offer cute little wrapped up bow tie, like this is what you need to do and God will take care of it. Sometimes we just need to stop all the extra words and just pray for people and just say, I will pray for you. I like this. It says, the scripture said, don't be lazy in your devotion. I don't know about you, but during this uncommon time, it's easy to settle into laziness. My daughter, she's been getting online uh, to interact with her, her school and, and to be able to have her band lessons and talk with her teachers. And it's amazing. Out of 50 possible students that could show up, there's been like three or four. And come to find out, a lot of them have been sleeping in and just not really doing much. I have found in my own life, that it's very easy to maybe stay up later or wake up later and just kind of be lethargic and lazy. And that's physically, and obviously the scripture is talking about spiritually that we shouldn't be lazy in our devotion. And so my encouragement to all of us is to wake up, to be alert during this time, to be alert physically, to be alert spiritually, to be alert emotionally so that we can see the needs of others so that we can pray for them, so that we can encourage other people. The scripture also says, be patient in trouble and pray continually. Be patient in trouble and pray continually. Like I said, we want everything to go back to normal. We want life to be as it was. We have to be patient in these times of trouble and pray continually. And another part of the scripture says, share what you have with those who are in need. Now that could be hope. (laughs) You could share hope with someone. You could share peace with someone. You could share joy. You could offer financial resources. You could share groceries. I mean, whatever it is, you can share with others during this time. Share what you have with those who are in need. Look at Philippians chapter 2, 
verse 4. It says, don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. I like that. Don't look out only for your own interests. So we should look out for our own interests. But then it says, but take an interest in others too. Here's the thing. We don't get a pass on being empathetic and compassionate people because we're told to distance ourselves and isolate. Let me say that again. We don't get a pass on being empathetic and compassionate towards others because we are told to distance ourselves. We as a church want to fellowship together around things that we have in common. We are a diverse community of people transformed by the love of Jesus Christ. So during these next few weeks, we want to encourage you We want to encourage you to engage in fellowship. We want to encourage you to engage in community. Today, that means that we're going to make breakfast food. We're going to make pancakes. Now, I get it. It seems silly. It seems a little, you know, ridiculous. Like, like really, this is is building community. And I would uh, say that, yes, (laughs) yes, it is building community. It's something that we can all do together right now. So here's what I want you guys to do if you're watching at home. I want you to head to your kitchen. I assume that's where you're going to be making your pancakes. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, But wherever you're going to be making your pancakes, head to that place right now. Take a, a mobile device with you. Take a phone, a tablet, a laptop. Take something with you. And uh, go ahead and start making your pancakes. Or maybe you've decided you're going to make oatmeal. Maybe you don't like pancakes. I don't know. Maybe you want to make something else. But whatever you're going to go make, head to the kitchen, head to the basement. I don't know. Go wherever you're going to go to make your breakfast. And here's the thing. While you're doing this, take some pictures. I don't know. Take some selfies or take some pictures of your creation. Or maybe you got fancy and tried some like really cool pancakes. I don't know. Maybe you had some creative idea. Take some pictures. Take some video. Document this time. So now, whether you're making pancakes with us today or not, I would encourage you to enjoy this time that we have together. I also want you to enjoy this very special video made by a very special guest. So sit back, relax, make those pancakes, and enjoy this video. Well, wasn't that fun? Thanks a lot, and I mean, uh, Julia Child, for helping us out uh, with that video today. Hey, if you're not done eating your pancakes, uh, go ahead and keep eating your pancakes. In fact, I've got uh, one up here that I hadn't had a chance to, to finish. And, and so here's what you can do. You can take a, a selfie if you'd like. Um, I'm going to take one real quick of me pretending to eat a pancake. That's a good one. Um, And uh, go ahead and do that. Take a picture. If you took some pictures while making your pancakes, here's the thing. To help build community, uh, we know we're doing this all over the place right now. Uh, Why don't you take a photo, take a little video, and send it to this email address. We'll have it right here on the screen for you. But send it to pancakes at nccfd.org. Again, that's pancakes at nccfd.org. We want to see all the lovely creations. We want to see you guys making them and uh, just have some fun with that. It's a way we can build community in a socially distant world. So um, please do that. Please take that time and uh, 
we'd love to see, even if it wasn't a pancake, we'd love to see what you're having for breakfast. So that'd be great. So every week uh, during this series, uh, I want you to know that we're going to be doing something uh, fun like this. Now, it might not be uh, exactly like this every week. We might not, you know, be making something together. But we're going to challenge you uh, and encourage you uh, to build community. Uh, Because we're all in this together. And we need one another. We need relationships now more than ever. And God has wired us to be connected. And so that's really the heart behind doing this is we want to engage together in doing some things together. We want to encourage you to reach out to others and to not only think of your own interests, but to think of the interests of others as well. And so that's going to be our encouragement uh, during this series over the course of the next few weeks. And there's something I'd like you to try even this week Um, I assume, I mean, we just had some pancakes. We just had some breakfast. I assume that everybody's still eating uh, right now, whether you're home a lot, maybe you're overeating. I don't know, but I assume we're still having like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe this week uh, you might want to to have dinner with someone. You said, oh, wait a minute, wait a second, Josh, like socially distant. I know, but what if you set up the, the laptop, you set up a an iPad, you set up something, and maybe you invite someone, and maybe together you cook a meal, but you do it digitally, just similar to kind of what we did here with these pancakes. Or maybe when it's time to sit down uh, for dinner, maybe, you know, you get the, the family, the cousins, the aunts and uncles, whoever, and maybe you have supper together. I mean, that would be a very practical, and, and the, I mean, the good thing is you wouldn't have to clean your house, you know? I mean, just the, the one room, if you're that, that picky about it, right? But you just put the phone there or put the, the laptop there and, and shooting on you guys, and then you see the family, and just have supper with someone this week. I mean, why not? It'd be an easy way to do that. You could have some fun with it and, and just enjoy that opportunity uh, to get together with someone else. Uh, so plan a dinner date with someone or a group of someone's this week. Um, you know, this week we made and ate pancakes together. And I'm excited to see the photos that you guys are going to send to that email address, pancakes at nccfd.org. And here's the thing, I know that this message, I know this little time of wrapping up and, and talking about these things, I know it's been pretty brief. And so this week we made an extended study guide. Extended means longer, so instead of our normal kind of two-page format, we made a longer study guide for you uh, this week for you to go over. And you can go over that by yourself or, again, with a friend or two. Right? I mean, the technology is at your fingertips. If it's something that you want to do, you can definitely do that. And we've made it really easy to get the study guide. You get it through our church app. Um, and so if, you're not, if you don't have the app or you're not familiar with all the ins and outs of that app, I would encourage you to watch the countdown uh, from the beginning of today's service. Okay, We put a little video in there and how to download and how to navigate the app. Um, and so go back to the countdown of this service and you'll be able to see that video right there in the countdown. And so in talking about community, one of the biggest things that you and I have in common is our relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, truly, that's one of the things that binds us together. That's a a fellowship of people gathering around ideas or beliefs, right? Attitudes. That's what community is. And so we believe in Jesus Christ. We love him. We know that he loves us. And that's what binds us all together. 
For more information on New Covenant, contact us at 3318 Fifth Avenue South, Fort Dodge, Iowa, 50501. Or you can call us at 515-955-6222.